You ever wanted to bring mana burn back? No? It's basically useless and serves basically no function in the game? Well, me neither, but that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, please subscribe if you're enjoying the content. There was a new leak from Commander Legends. Yurlock of the Burning Gang is one black, red, green for a legendary creature via Shino Shaman. It has vigilance, and whenever a player loses unspent mana, they lose that much life. And it has one tap each player adds black, red, green. And it's a 4-4. Four, four. So, the idea of this deck is to take advantage of Mana Burn. If you don't know what Mana Burn is, it's that exact effect. Whenever a player loses unspent mana, they lose that much life. Probably 5 or 10 years ago, there was a huge change in Magic Rules that got rid of this. This used to be a thing, and it no longer is. So they made that change, and it's gone now. But this commander brings it back. So... The idea of this deck is to try and make people have mana in their mana pool that goes away. In the Architect deck that's in the link in the description, uh, the commander technically is Shattergang Brothers. That is not actually the commander. Uh, the commander is just not on Architect yet, and it doesn't support custom cards. But back to the topic. Basically, I want people to have mana in their mana pool that empties so that they can take damage and that's how I'm going to kill them. So how am I going to do that? So first of all, it's actually really good at this. Your lock can give each player black, red, green at instant speed. So we can give it in a phase that they're just not going to have very many uses for it. Now, if an opponent has a mana sink, that does make it a lot more difficult for us to kill them and do damage to them and stuff like that. So you do have to remove that stuff. If they have that, that can be really bad. But if they don't, you can give them mana. You can use your lock and you can just give them the black, red, green because it has an ability. One tap. Each player adds black, red, green. So you're going to give them that and then you're going to get that also. If it empties from their mana pool, they will then lose that life. But for you, yes, if it empties from your mana pool, you will also lose that life. But you have a lot of mana sinks and ways to take advantage of that mana. One way we can take advantage of that mana, and one way we can use this one tap ability multiple times, is untapping your lock. So a lot of effects will basically allow us to untap your lock. If you untap it, you can then tap him again to add that mana. And because he makes mana, he's going to pay for his own one mana. With that, you can use things that cost mana to untap him and then tap him. Most things that untap him are three mana or more if it's just an activated ability. One example that works really well that is three mana would be Sword of the Parents is four for an artifact equipment. It has equip three and three. You may tap or untap to equipped creature because your lock will make three mana every time it taps and it only costs one mana to tap it, you are only going to be spending one mana to give each opponent three mana, which would be three damage to each opponent, which is very, very good. So there's a lot of different cards like that, and there's a lot of other cards that will just allow us to untap your lock once per turn. So instill energy is green for an aura, and it says an enchanted creature has haste. Zero. 
untap enchanted creature. Activate this ability only during your turn and only once each turn. You can untap your lock and you'll get that ability again. It doesn't even have to be at sorcery speed, which is really nice because it makes it harder for opponents to use the mana. Another thing that's notable about that is haste. So with that, in theory, if we have six mana, we could play your lock, play instill energy, and then tap your lock, which would then give us three mana, which maybe we'd be able to untap him again. There's a lot of cards here that will allow us to untap your lock once, like, during our turns. So each one of our turns, we can untap him. And then there's a couple other cards in here that allow us to untap him during every player's turn. So on your opponent's turns, you will be able to untap your lock and be able to use them. A good time to use them might be during combat or during the end step or something like that, where they're just not going to have too many useful things. One example of that would be Quest for Renewal. Two, for an enchantment, whenever a creature you control becomes tapped, you may put a quest counter on Quest for Renewal. As long as there are four or more quest counters on Quest for Renewal, untap all creatures you control during each other player's untap step. Which is very, very good, right? Every single player's untap step, I'm going to untap your lock, and I'm going to be able to use your lock. Now, the bad thing about your lock is I will lose that mana at the end of turn. So if I can't use the mana, which I almost definitely will be able to mana sinks, uh, then I will end up taking the damage. But there are a couple of ways around this and things that make it better. So first of all, as I just said, I have a lot of mana sinks and I'm not really going to be losing very much mana. And the second thing is not losing mana. So basically, uh, Leyline Tyrant and Omnath Locus of Mana both say something similar. You don't lose unspent mana as steps and faces end. Now, it doesn't say you don't lose unspent mana. Leyline Tyrant says you don't lose unspent red mana. And Omnath says you don't lose unspent green mana. And that is really good for several reasons. First of all, you're reducing the damage you're going to take from mana burn by a third, which is quite a lot. It's good to save this mana. So, for example, if you wanted to use uh, Daryl's ability, not Daryl, um, if you wanted to use Yurlock's ability on every single opponent's turn, you would have to save. You would have to keep three lands untapped just to be able to do that. But if you want to do it with this, you can just have that mana floating in the mana pool which is really nice and is going to make it a lot easier. Another thing that's going to make it a little easier is being able to use your mana. So there's a lot of different ways we can do that. We've got a lot of spells. We've got a lot of draw. The main way is just with mana sinks. So I don't have too many of them within the specific mana sink category, but rather they're spread out among a lot of other things. So I have a couple in the untap your lock category. I have some big X spells, Exsanguinate and Torment of Hellfire, which are good win cons and their mana sinks. I have a lot, I just have a lot of things in lands. I have a lot of things sprinkled throughout the deck that work with the deck that will allow me to pay however much mana I want into it and 
just let me take so much less damage. I've talked a lot about how I can untap your lock, right? How I can't take damage and how I'm dealing a lot of damage to my opponents. Your lock is very important to this game plan. So I also have some protection. Uh, I have five pieces of protection. Champion's Helm, Swift Foot Boots, Lightning Greaves, Alpha Authority, and Aspect of Mongoose. Champion's Helm is $20, so if you want to do this a little more budget, you might want to cut that. But other than that, that's a pretty good set. So it's good to protect the commander damage, so how are we going to enhance that and deal even more damage, right? Because we can do a lot of damage with this, but if we can get our opponents to pay more life or have less life uh, before we even start dealing damage to them, that's even better. So, Mana Barbs is 3 in red for an enchantment. Whenever a player taps a land for mana, Mana Barbs deals 1 damage to that player. There's a lot of cards similar to this that would just deal damage to people as they're doing things. Burning Earth is 3 in a red for an enchantment. Whenever a player taps a non-basic land for mana, Burning Earth deals 1 damage to that player. Overabundance is 1 red green for an enchantment. Whenever a player taps a land for mana, that player adds 1 additional mana to his or her mana pool, of the same type and overabundance deals one damage to him or her. Zozu the Punisher is one round of red for a 2-2 whenever a land enters the battlefield. Zozu the Punisher deals two damage to that land's controller. You get the idea. It's just ways to make opponents take more damage. We're talking a lot about taking damage and giving opponents mana, but what if someone just has a mana sink? That will completely shut off our deck. So I've got a lot of removal. One example of that is Beast Within. Three, two and a green for an instant. Destroy target of permanent, its controller creates a three, three beast creature. Another example of that is Assassin's Trophy. Black, green for an instant. Destroy target permanent on opponent controls. Its controller may search their library for a basic land card, put it on the battlefield, then shuffle their library. Let's get through the basic categories just one more minute. I have ramp and I've got draw. Let's get into the more unique stuff to this deck. A very important part of this deck is the tap out or else category. We can make our opponents lose life, but we can't make them tap all their lands and then have that mana still floating. We can tap all their lands, sure, but that will just not produce mana, which isn't really helpful for us. So Stone Shaker Shaman is two and a red for a one one. At the end of each player's turn, that player sacrifices an untapped land. They either have to tap all of their lands or they will have to sacrifice a land. Citadel of Pain is two and a red for enchantment. At the end of each player's turn, Citadel of Pain deals X damage to that player, where X is the number of untapped lands he or she controls. So they will take that damage whether they tap the lands or not which is just really nice to be. We have tutors, of course, to get some of the more important cards out of the deck. We have things that will give opponents mana. So Spectral Searchlight is an example. Uh, it's an artifact and it says tap, choose a player. That player adds one mana of any color they choose. It's three mana. Basically, these are cards that are gonna give our opponents mana directly, which is just another way of doing Typically, uh, your lock is more powerful and a better way of doing it, which is why I've only got six cards in this category and 21 in the untap your lock category. There is a diminishing point of untapping your lock over and over and over again, and there's just not too many cards left that are really good at that. I threw in some cards that will give my opponents mana. Hopefully, they will end up taking damage. 
Magus the Vineyard is one example. Green for creature, human, wizard, 1-1. One, one. At the beginning of each player's pre-combat main phase, add green green to that player's mana pool. Now, the downside with these is typically you have to give it to them during their main phase, which means it's quite easy for them to use it, but sometimes they don't, so it's alright. Um, the main upside of these is you also get the mana. So it's ramp that for you is great, and for your opponents is also pretty great. If they don't use it, they'll lose the life. Well, so will you. You will also lose the life, but you care about that less. Okay, so that's most of the deck. There's just a couple extra cards I want to talk on. So, Wound Reflection is 5 in a black for an enchantment. At the beginning of each end step, each opponent loses life equal to the life they lost this turn. Archfiend of Despair does the same thing, and this is just a way to kill opponents faster. And that's kind of it. So that's the main idea of the deck. We are just trying to make sure that our opponents get a lot of mana, and then that mana empties from their mana pool. And we're just going to try and kill our opponents for mana pool. The last thing I want to mention is an expensive category. You want to bring up the price of this deck, which keep in mind, this is a $400 deck at the moment. You can take these expensive cards and add them in. This consists of tutors, draw, ramp, and some mana sinks. So Necropotence is black, 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 and it's an enchantment. Skip your draw step. Whenever you discard a card, exile that card from your graveyard. Pay one life, exile the top card of your library face down, put that card into your hand at the beginning of the next end step. So this is just draw that's incredibly powerful. Demonic Tutor is a tutor, uh, one in a black for a sorcery. Search your library for a card, put that card into your hand, then shuffle your library, which is amazing. Sensei's Divining Shot Top is one for an artifact, one. Look at the top three cards of your library, then put them back in any order. Tap, draw a card, then put Sensei's Divining Top on top of its owner's library. It is $46, which is just insane. But the point is, you can use that one ability over and over and over again to get rid of mana. Plus, it's just an amazing card in basically every deck. Like, Sensei's Divining Top is just extremely powerful. Staff of Domination is three for an artifact. One, untap Staff of Domination. Two, tap, you gain one life. Three, tap. Untap target creature. Four, tap, tap tar target creature. Five, tap, draw a card. So for four mana, you can untap target creature. You can then tap your lock again to make three mana. So it's going to end up costing you three mana to tap your lock, which is just very repeatable. And also, Staff of Domination does end up being a very good mana sink. Sylvan Library is one in a green for enchantment. At the beginning of your draw step, you may draw two additional cards. Uh, if you do, choose two cards in your hand, draw on this turn. For each of those cards, pay for life or put the card on top of your library. It's $70 and it's an amazing draw, but it's just really expensive. Mana Crypt is zero for an artifact. At the beginning of your upkeep, flip a coin. If you lose the flip, Mana Crypt deals three damage to you and it has tap, add, colorless, colorless. This is amazing, as I'm sure you know, and it's just ramp. Vampiric Tutor is black for an instant. Search your library for a card, then shuffle your library and put that card on top of it. You lose two life, and it's a single black for an instant. The commander is Yurlock of the Burning Gang, one black, red, green for a legendary creature via Shino Shaman, and it has vigilance. Whenever a player loses unspent mana, they lose that much life. That is the mana burn effect. And it has one tap. Each player adds black, red, green. 
So we are going to take advantage of those two, two abilities by continuously tapping and untapping your lock to give opponents tons and tons of mana. We are also going to use some other effects to give opponents mana. Those opponents are going to lose that mana and take a lot of damage. We are both going to have a lot of mana sinks, so we won't take the damage from losing the mana. We will just be able to use the mana. Or we can take one of the things that make it so that we don't lose our unspent mana and we just keep it. That's the main idea of the deck. We're also going to try and protect our commander. We're going to try and remove things from our opponents. And we're going to try and deal extra damage. We're going to try and give our opponents mana other ways. And we're going to try and force them and encourage them to tap out and leave all their mana up so that they can take more damage. We're going to try and search for the things that are important. And we're going to try and draw cards so that we can use all our mana we are producing. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next time. Uh, please subscribe if you're enjoying the content.